This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! <laughs> Sure is that time. You know what time it is. It's the halftime show with Omar Dury. I'm your host, cover everything sport, international and local. What a show we have for you today. Don't go anywhere for the next hour. Mo, don't call me for the next hour because we're going to be here live with Matt Marnie. If you do remember, he came on the show once before. A very different episode at the time. But since then, we've been up to quite a bit, me and Matt. So I wanted to kind of share that with you. We're doing meditation with Matt Marnie. And not only that, on the Halftime Show, we do bring the best in the business. And this is going to be on point because Matt Marnie is an educator, a coach and a practitioner who I've learned a lot from. And I've had the pleasure of calling him my friend. Today's show, we are talking about meditation, its value and how we can take that into 2022 and make it a regular practice. What does it do for our mental health? mental fitness and how small steps can make a big difference stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 let's do this this is the halftime show with omar adouri oh he loves the fire then what a goal this is the halftime show with omar adouri on pulse 95 nice strike It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Dury. I'm your host, coming everything sport, international, local. Thank you very much for tuning in wherever you are around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, reaching at home, watching us live on YouTube. I was just talking to uh, my guest about a previous guest, Zayn Ali Salman. If you don't know, he was all over these buttons <laughs> in the studio. And the famous line, everything Chris came out that day. So we do have exclusives here at the studio. And uh, and yes, I owe you some gummy bears and a pizza, Zayn. I will stick to my word before you go back to the UK. Uh, let's welcome to the show, Matt Money. Matt, how you doing? to be here again <laughs> you see it was so good the first time we had to run it back I appreciate and, uh and you've been doing a lot of great things at the moment one of the things actually that I had the pleasure of being part of recently was meditation and with that uh, Matt and a lot of people have an understanding of it and as you rightfully pointed out when I did the course that it's not quite that what is meditation? Ooh, big mm-hmm. question, Omar. And, uh, and what's the myth of meditation? So, yeah, meditation, it's everywhere, isn't it, at the moment? Mm-hmm. So, and mindfulness tends to be, it's kind of hijacked yeah. uh, meditation. There's lots of different tools. There's lots of different strategies. Thank you so much. Is that better? <laughs> um, come close. Oh, come closer. Come here. Come here. What is meditation? <laughs> yeah, um, so, put it simply, when I describe it to you guys in the course, I would say it's it's developing a relationship with your mind Mm -hmm. okay so mind training your mind impacts your brain your brain impacts your you know endocrine system your central nervous system so it's mind training Mm. it's not jedi stuff Mm -hmm. we're not doing anything like that but it's it's developing a relationship with your mind so what's the analogy i use for boys at train so it's like the gym Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. so modern world 
sedentary lifestyle. We're not hunter-gatherers anymore, yeah. are we? We're kind of lazy. We, we, we don't even get out of the car in the UAE to fill our petrol up. You know, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. So we had to create gyms and we do formal exercise. Yeah formal activity because if we don't we get sick and mm -hmm. our, our body doesn't it's not fit for purpose yeah and that's kind of what's happened particularly in the last 20 years you mm. know things like phones our attention is being not everyone knows our attention is being drawn in all sorts of different directions yeah uh 24-hour news cycles mm. um and so we've got you know attention issues yeah and I think it's fair to say we've got a bit of a mental health crisis, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. What is what is med meditation is not fill in the gap. Yeah. So meditation is not the one that always gets mentioned is Matt. I can't meditate. Mm -hmm. Okay, why is that? Your previous guest, the guy who was in the studio, yeah. he can't meditate because his mind wanders. So I can't clear my mind. Mm -hmm. That's that's the one we hear. Mm -hmm. So meditation isn't about clearing your mind. Your mind's not designed to be clear. So that's yeah. one myth we have to dispel. I suppose what we if we're going to talk about meditation. And we're going to talk about, you know, why we need meditation in the modern world. I suppose it's important to talk about what's going on with our mind. Yeah. So this mind that we have, which is amazing and it serves us, we have, and I think we spoke about this on the course as well, we have a negativity bias, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. The brain has this and this serves us from an evolutionary standpoint. So, you know, I, me and you, we, we probably come from quite paranoid people. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, mm -hmm. those of us who were a little bit paranoid of that beige thing in the bush mm -hmm. or wouldn't try that fruit mm -hmm. probably survived. Yeah. So it served us to have a negativity bias, be a bit paranoid. Um, but obviously in the modern world, 24-hour news cycles, we're drawn to negativity. Mm -hmm. I've only got to mention the last two years, mate. Yeah. Like yeah. I said to my wife, like yeah. it's just uncertainty mm -hmm. and negativity. Yeah. 24-hour news cycles, clickbait, throw in chronesthesia. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Mental time travel, which again served us back in the day. Mm -hmm. It's quite useful to be able to reflect on stuff. Right. And you know, plan for the future. So back in the day, hunter-gatherer, me and you go out hunting, we might go in a particular part of the forest. There's a pack of lions there. Mm -hmm. We come back and we go, tell you what, reflect on that. We probably won't do that again. It's probably not useful. Mm -hmm. And there might be a rival tribe across the plains. Yep. They keep coming and stealing stuff. So we go, do you know what? We'll plan for the future and we'll we'll move. Mm -hmm. So it's quite useful to have mental time travel. But in the modern world now, we negativity bias and we project. And when we project, we get stressed. And that affects us physically and mentally. We're all stressed out. Mm. Can't slow down. We need a bit of meditation. Mm. Well, coming up next, we're going to talk about the link between meditation and mindfulness. Don't go anywhere. We're just going to have the Adhan uh, for the Asr prayer and we'll be right back after this, folks. Don't go anywhere. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. If you are wondering, how do I catch the first segment of this wicked show with Matt Marnie? Don't worry, you can catch all of our podcasts on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, or if you're a visual, head over to the YouTube channel and check out Pulse 95 Radio. Super Mario and Super Sam, we're going to start calling her now, are uploading all of our videos uh, online. So you can definitely catch that. Matt, before we, um, before we took a break, you were talking about meditation and mindfulness just give us an idea of what they are first sure. and how they benefit us sure so there are different types of, of meditation different tools so mm -hmm. mindfulness is one we hear a lot we read about a lot but 
the stuff we did, again, I keep referencing the course because you did it, we start with concentration-based. Mm-hmm. So anyone that's done or used an app, so let's just describe it. You sit mm-hmm. on the floor mm-hmm. and you focus on the breath. Mm. Yeah, sensations in the nostrils, the movement of the breath in the body. This is concentration-based practice. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's where you like, use the breath or sensations as an anchor. Now, we need to develop this before we move into stuff like mindfulness. Yeah. So this is all about, and, it, and it's so simple meditation. It is so simple, but it's not easy. Mm. As you found out, you'll sit on the mat. So I'll do it with groups. Say, right, sit down, focus on the breath. Within a couple of seconds, what you're doing, you're thinking about work. Mm. Your mind's wandering, okay? And this is where people beat themselves up. They judge themselves. I'm not good at meditation. It's called meditation practice for a reason. Yeah. So we sit there. I tell you to focus on the air in the, the sensation of the air in your nostrils. Mm-hmm. In a couple of seconds, you're thinking about punching the bag, all right? <laughs> Boxing, right? As you were. Your mind's gone. Yeah. That's cool. Now, you catch it. And I might give you, when I'm doing a guided meditation, you catch it and you bring it back mm-hmm. to the breath. Mm-hmm. And that that is it. Mm-hmm. So that is the skill. Every time your mind wanders mm-hmm. and you catch it, think of it like a bicep curl. It's a repetition. You're developing the ability to catch those thoughts. Mm-hmm. We talked about chromesthesia, the mind wandering. Yeah. We live our lives in our head and we're not even aware of it. Mm-hmm. You're sat at home watching Netflix with the missus. It's a good show. You both love it. You're on your phone mm-hmm. like me <laughs> or you're sitting there worrying about work. Yeah. yeah. You're not even aware that you're thinking. Mm. Here lies the problem. Thoughts create feelings. Feelings create thoughts. Mm. So when you have thoughts of stress, Anxiety is normally negativity bias. Yep. Normally thoughts you're worrying about stuff. Yep. Every thought you have, your body reacts. Mm. Your endocrine system produces cortisol, adrenaline. That's not good for your health. Mm. So th- your thoughts can make you sick. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting on the mat and you're catching that thought and you're bringing it back, catching that thought, bringing it back. Where does that carry over into everyday life? You're sitting there watching Netflix. You catch yourself. Mm. You don't get lost in that narrative and that thought. You bring it back Mm -hmm. to that moment. That's what you're doing with concentration-based. This is where people lose it. You need to develop the ability to concentrate and still your body. Yeah. What did we see on the course? Lots of people that were uncomfortable. Correct. So we need to talk about... People people think you have to sit on the floor in lotus position. Can you tell me, finding your seat, what does that... I see you smile when I said that, but that was one of my favourite parts of the course. Yeah. What does find your seat mean? It's just being comfortable, Omar. It mm. really is. There's a lot of... Like, I'm a working class lad from South London. I'm not your stereotypical type uh, meditation teacher, mm-hmm. but there is a stereotype around meditation and yeah. how you should sit. If you are comfortable, I sit on a chair. Mm. I, I told you that. I sit on a chair because I'm comfortable. Yeah. So finding your seat is finding somebody you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you're not comfortable, it's going to distract. So you find somewhere that you're comfortable, so you can settle your body mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you can go and start training the mind. Mm. You know, and that, that's that's what finding your seat is. It's finding somewhere you're comfortable to sit. I like that. And the connection between meditation and mindfulness. Now that's another thing that a lot of people then go, okay, so I am mindful, but and, and I do like to meditate, but there is a, a deeper connection than that. Yeah, absolutely. So once you developed an element of concentration-based practice, mm-hmm. so you can sit and you can find your anchor. Uh, let's think, think of concentration based as, as coming in. Yeah. yeah interception. Mm-hmm. In. Mm-hmm. Mindfulness is out, if you think of it like that. So mindfulness is actually being in the present moment. Yeah. What's going on in the present moment? So when we use the sound meditation, you guys were told, I, I told you to imagine you like this, this microphone. Yeah. To pick up sounds. Yeah. 
different sounds, what's going on in the present moment, mm -hmm. different sensations in the body. Yeah. Okay. Until you've you have the ability to concentrate, if you mm -hmm. can't concentrate on the air in your nostrils mm -hmm. with an anchor, you've got no chance yeah. with yep. the world. Mm -hmm. And what happens? You're off again. Yeah. You're caught in thought. And yeah. most people, until they sit down and they try to meditate, they have no idea of this thought stream mm. that's going on, this chronesthesia. Yeah, yeah. Worrying about the future, projecting about the past, all this kind of stuff. So mm. find your seat, element of concentration-based, and then develop mindfulness. Mm. Mindfulness is what's going on in the present moment, and then mindfulness will allow you to just understand the subtle ebbs and flows of life, the impermanence of stuff. Mm. Did you try the turning your radio off in the yes. car? Have you tried that? Yes. Bit disturbing, isn't it? Yeah, you're hearing all sorts of sounds. <laughs> you do, you do. And what you realise with mindfulness is that yeah. there's lots going on. So yeah. mindfulness can be used for inquiry. You can really understand what's going on emotionally. Mm. But for most people, you know, you can spend years just developing a concentration-based practice. Mm. That's where you start. You start there. You, you enable yourself to settle, be comfortable in your seat, spend 20 minutes focused on the breath, and then you venture out. Fantastic. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. I see your questions and I'll be asking them to Matt as soon as we return. And also, we'll be talking about how meditation can help you in 2022. Fantastic. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Maduri on Pulse95. Oh, he loves the fire! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It's time. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. I'm your host of everything sport, international and local. What a privilege it is to have Matt Marnie on the show today talking all meditation and mindfulness Matt before the break we were talking we actually Masoud sent in a question for you or a couple of questions for you the first question he said is everyone deals with their own issues in their own way in general how can a person understand or analyze his or her mental health state especially the youth who are dealing with their own that's a, that's a big question that's a mm. complicated question I mean one thing I would stress is that meditation is is a tool yeah it's just a tool and there are the therapy, there are self-help books, but the thing you have to be mindful of, that's why I gave you that questionnaire before the, the yeah. meditation course. Yeah. If yeah. someone is suffering from acute anxiety, they just had a loss in the family, a bereavement, mm. meditation's not always advised. Yeah. So I think that's that's worth bearing in mind. So in answer to that question, you know, mental health, you, it's your own discovery, you, you find out about your own bits and pieces, but therapy is going to be a useful avenue to solving those mm. meditation is a tool that can possibly help we could talk about executive function yeah. and rational brain but it's something that can enable you to to inquire mm. or give you that just reduce anxiety yes yes um, there's a lot of benefits and and just in the fact you said therapy a lot of people have a stigma about the word therapy but therapy is actually really really good for the mind body and soul yeah it's sad that, yeah I, there I is that yeah. stigma around it really yeah yeah. i mean normally it's not for me personally yeah but i think i think for those people that normally hear the word and maybe are not aware of its benefits mm. it, it, it has this heavy weight that it carries which i personally don't know why do you know what i mean it's so interesting i mean 
The reason I got involved in meditation is because of my own battles with mental health. Yeah. You know, pure and simple. I wish, Omar, it was like I'd read about how useful meditation was for me. I had real struggles. Yeah. My late 20s, early 30s, real battles with my mental health. And therapy and meditation and journaling and gratitude mm. lists have all been a part of it. But I cannot recommend therapy more highly. There's a lot of stuff on Instagram, but and there are different types of therapy. Yeah. You know, there, yeah. there's CBT um, but but definitely, I mean, you, if you want real therapy, there's what you've got the, called the MBSR, so the Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction Course that mm-hmm. you can do. Yeah. So this is an eight-week course. I've done an MBSR course. I just did it out of my interest. That's four weeks, and that's two hours a session. That's normally led by a clinical psychologist. Right. So that is where if someone is struggling with their mental health, yeah. I wouldn't just embark on a meditation course. Yeah. If you feel you're struggling, and most people do, you know, um, Embark on an MBSR course, but yeah. but don't shy away from therapy. Yeah, yeah. Really, you know, there are professionals out there that can you know can create that one light bulb moment. Yeah, yeah. That enables you to move forward. Don't suffer in silence. Absolutely. You know, the biggest killer of adults. The silent killer. In the Western world, mm. under forty-five, is suicide. Yeah. It was men. Yeah. It's now men and women. So no, anyone is struggling. It's like yeah, exercise, bottom-up approach, meditation, top-down approach get that mm. but source out therapists yes. and, and if you go to a therapist yep. and, it, and it doesn't work you don't just chuck the towel in yeah. find another therapist absolutely yeah I'm absolutely. a 100% advocate of therapy I love that uh, one of the things that we mentioned earlier was practice and then with mental fitness and mental health it requires a lot of practice just like meditation how do we enhance that so in, uh, enhance our, it, to enhance our meditation practice yes is to, is to sit and practice yes <laughs> it's yeah. like going to the gym yeah you don't you don't go to the gym and go I'm gonna get I'm gonna get in shape I'm gonna build some muscle mass I'm gonna reduce body fat mm-hmm. it takes time yeah. you go to the gym and most people are aware of that and it's exactly the same with meditation it's a slow burner yeah you know this stuff I think for a lot of people when they start meditating the biggest challenge is is it's stilling the body physically mm. sitting still and this is why the seat's so important mm. and not judging yourself you know, just, just learning that the mind will wander. You know, and there's no good or bad meditation. We talked about non-judgmental meditation on the course. Yeah. Yep. It's like it's not a linear curve. Mm. Meditation is just an experience. But trust me, and I said to you guys on the, on the course, mm-hmm. it is a superpower. Mm. Trust me. It, it seeps into your life and there are structural changes in the brain. Right, we're going to get to neuroscience, but when you live in a state of fight or flight, chronosthesia, all you do is sit there and worry about work. It's a constant. Yeah. Yeah? Thoughts create feelings. Feelings create thoughts. Mm-hmm. Joe Dispenza talks about this. Yeah? Yeah. So you, you create these chemicals in the body. The body gets addicted to them. It dictates your reactions to life. You're just an angry, unhappy person. Mm-hmm. Right? Your amygdala becomes more sensitized. The amygdala is part of the limbic system. That's responsible for just reactions. You know, The limbic reptilian brain. Yeah. The hippocampus... It's kind of like his big brother. He's supposed to keep an eye on the amygdala. Mm. When the amygdala kicks off a little bit, gets a bit angry, hippocampus calms him down. Yeah. When we live in a state of stress, hippocampus actually shrinks. Mm. The amygdala becomes more heightened. When we meditate, we get the reversal. We get structural changes in the brain. Mm. The amygdala becomes less desensitized. The hippocampus becomes bigger in size. Yeah. So we get changes in the brain, structural changes in the brain, which affect your physiology. And the way you feel dictates the way you act. Mm, love that. And and 2022 is coming up. Yes. And normally people, you're talking about the brain there, got me thinking. Normally people think, oh, what can I do for 2022 to be in a better place mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally? Mm. What would you say to that? 
Big question here, mm. So we've got you got you got two things. So the bottom up approach. If we're talking about mental health, yeah. the bottom up approach works. Okay, go out and exercise. Yeah. If you haven't got a regular exercise regime, then go out and train and mm. employ someone like yourself, someone like me, to 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 take you through a training program. Yeah. The top down approach. Lots of ways. If you want to start meditating, there's lots of ways. You can come and do one of my courses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can do courses online. You can do one to one stuff. There are lots of apps, but I think it's about being patient. Uh, being patient and giving this stuff time. Mm. Um, just the physical act of sitting on the mat. Remember David on the course? Yeah. Yeah, yeah David, who I texted the other day, who's been meditating regularly. It's had a profound impact on him already. Excellent. He struggled week one, didn't he? He did. He did meditate once. Yeah? He did, yeah. He's just sitting down. So for me sometimes, the power of just if, you just... if you sit on a chair or you sit on a mat and you make the conscious act of meditating, what are you saying to your subconscious mind? You're saying... I actually, I want to be a different person. Mm. I want to react differently in life. See, this is another thing I've got from meditation. I'm less angry than I was in my 20s, right? I'm not as reactive. All right, I can talk about structural stuff. I like to think now I can respond rather than react. Yeah. The other benefit you get, you notice this, it's very subtle. You know, you can theorize about meditation, but you've got to trust me. and You've just got to sit down and do it. Mm. Yeah. Someone said to you, if you put yourself in a slight calorie surplus and you and you increase your activity levels and you do that for a year, you're going to look leaner. You'd believe them. Wouldn't yeah. You? What I'm saying to people is if you commit to this practice, yeah, there, there are just noticeable changes in your life. Yeah. And it's normally a hindsight game. Yeah. So it's normally something happens in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're meditating regularly. You double down, and then you pass through that period, and you look back and you go, "Oh, got through that okay." Yeah. And then you suddenly realise the power of it. Yeah. You can only realise the power of something until you've experienced it. Mm-hmm. You only experience something if you give it time. Yeah, yeah. You know, develop that that practice, allow those changes to happen, start to catch your mind. One, you're probably already from doing the course more mindful of getting caught in that thought stream. Correct. Worrying about work, worrying about this, mm-hmm. worrying about that. Sit down on the mat. Spend a moment, recenter yourself. That's, love that's that. I, I love the fact you said respond rather than react, because a lot of the times we don't realize, but we react to things rather than respond to them. That's the amygdala. Mm. That's your limbic system. So when we talk about the structural changes in the brain, we just yeah. react. Road yeah. rage yeah. on the road. We just react. And the thing about behavior change, so your, your, your uh, caller was saying about questions about mental health, and, and a lot of that is, it tends to be our behaviors, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and we're shameful about the way we react. We know we're, I'm stressed out, I keep, keep you know, arguing with my wife or I'm not happy with people at work. But you've just got to give this stuff time. And, and once you practice a behavior, mm-hmm. which is I'm going to sit on the mat and I'm going to meditate, yeah. what are you saying to yourself? I want to be a calmer person. Yeah. I want to be less reactive in life. Once you do that, and then you make the conscious act of doing it once, yeah, you do it a second time, belief systems change around who you are. Mm. And that's what this stuff's about. I mean, meditation is a journey. You, your concentration based is one thing. Learn to sit on the mat for 20 minutes yeah. and focus on your breath. Yeah. And do that regularly. Once you're there, then you might take it outwards to some mindfulness. Then you may go on retreats. Then you may start to look into those inquiry aspects to meditation. Yeah. I can sit down now, and when I meditate, I kind of get an insight into what's going on. Mm. I sat down this morning doing my meditation. Bing, there it was. Mm. Pang of anxiety in my belly. Why is that? So I'm going to a radio station this afternoon <laughs> to talk to Omar Adouri. He's a lovely fella. I know the rational mind saying whatever, but I'm aware yeah. of it. Boom, yeah. there it is. Why is that? I'm going on a radio show. Right. So sometimes, you know, when you get to develop a regular practice, it becomes almost like a tuning fork. Mm. And you start to pick up stuff. 
Yeah, most people that start a meditation practice are on a spiritual journey anyway. Mm -hmm. That's where things like exercise, therapy, nutrition, it's, you know, like your book. Mm. That's what I love about your book, Omar, Reset. That's what it's about. It's a holistic approach. You know, yeah. one thing doesn't fix all. Yeah, absolutely. Man, wow, what a segment. Love that. That's my favorite segment so far. We'll take a quick break. We're going to play some Ludo, Minx, and Sion, and we'll be right back after this. You don't want to go anywhere. Stay tuned, folks. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. On Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yes, we are back and we are live on Pulse95 Radio. Shout out to everyone who's tuning in. Thank you so much for all your comments and your questions and keeping me entertained during the break. Matt Marnie's on the show today. And we're doing great things. If you're just tuning in, we spoke about meditation, mindfulness, mental fitness. God, we went into a lot of things. Um, uh, you know, Matt, you had a question actually during the break and I wanted to, to ask this to you. He was saying, what is reset according to you? And when did you realize that you have to change and reset your mindset and environment. So for me personally, mm -hmm. late 20s, mm -hmm. and I'm talking two or three years mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. struggles with my mental health. I'm talking dark places, Omar. I'm talking panic attacks. I'm working in the industry. Yeah. I'm trying to teach Pilates classes, having a panic attack. Not easy, my friend. Mm. But that was literally it. So, And friends of mine meditated. I worked in a yoga studio. And I just finally bit the bullet. I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was like, this can't keep happening. Thoughts create feelings. Feelings create thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I haven't got any control over my mind, my mind had turned on me. Mm. Projecting about the future, comparing despair, relationship stuff, all this stuff. So I sat on my seat, yeah, and I practiced meditation and I did it daily. Wow. And guess what? Stopped having panic attacks. And guess what? I got through tough periods in my life. Mm. The proof's in the pudding. Yeah. So, you know, everyone's rock bottom reset moment is different. Yeah. Some people never make changes in their life. A lot of people never start meditation practice. Mm. But yet so many people are interested in doing meditation because it'd be good for me. I think meditation would be good for me. The only way you're going to find out it's good for you is do it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yep. a superpower. But like anything, it requires work. Mm. You've got to sit on your seat every day and commit to the practice. Tell me more about those benefits, actually. Huge amount. So I suppose the if we talk about concentration-based, yeah. so you're sitting there, every time you catch a thought, you catch it, you bring it back. Mm -hmm. Catch it, bring it back. You are developing the skill of not getting lost in thought. That's going to help you from a physiological standpoint. Yeah. Yeah? You're not going to get lost in those fight or flight thoughts. It's going to help you. Heart rate's going to drop, blood pressure, all that stuff associated. But your attention's going to improve. Mm. So if I was to ask you, you know, I mean, where in everyday life might have an improved attention help what would you think proving your attention Oof. lots of things yeah eh? lots of things work yeah yeah work in memory there's statistics out there say 50 percent of stuff we don't take on board people at tasks you cannot commit to a task get distract phones yeah um listening to your hubby your spouse your wife yeah actually listening mm -hmm. that's attention and we've got an attention crisis at the moment Correct. because of phones and 24-hour news cycles and we're all over the shop. So there's a huge benefit. Mm. Obviously, all the physiological benefit. I talked about the amygdala, talked about the hippocampus. Um, if you Google 
happiest man in the world if your mm-hmm. listeners are there there'll be a guy called Matthew Ricard right? a French Buddhist monk <laughs> and he is the happiest man in the world so they, they took a group of Buddhist monks they stuck them in an MRI scanner mm. uh, this is a few years back and these guys were heavily involved in gratitude and compassion based practice and their areas in the left prefrontal cortex were kind of lit up and that's the area for you know contentment satisfaction right side fight or flight so yeah. when you when you meditate regularly you're going to be happier mm. Yeah, you're going to be a little bit more content you're going to be less angry. Yeah. That's quite nice. Yeah. A bit more attentive. Um, experiential stuff here. This is just me, anecdotal, but definitely, I, Omar, I feel I'm in my mid-40s now. I feel like I'm sharper. Like neuroplasticity. Yeah. Neurons. Yeah. So you're going to get brighter. Emotional intelligence. That's Seriously. massive. It's huge. Yeah. Because if you surround yourself with people, if you're a meditator, you go on retreat, yeah. surround yourself with people who happen to be talking about spiritual stuff, whatever that is, what these feelings are, being able to label this stuff, yeah. it just helps you grow and become a better person. If you listen to any podcast, you read any book about these big hitters, the Elon Musks, the Steve Jobs, anybody who's successful, one of their staples is they have a meditation practice. Mm. They understand the value of it. It's huge. Mm. huge. Massive. Loads of benefits. Massive. I mean, yeah, it definitely is. Um, you got a couple of things coming up soon. Yeah. What have yes. you got coming up? Right, so we've got... Mm. So if anyone wants to work with me one-to-one, they can. I do all the PT stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I teach the group meditation stuff. So we've got another uh, course, four-week course running in Dubai on the 18th of Jan for mm-hmm. four weeks. I offer this same course, so I go into organizations, so I've taught it in gyms, so if someone wants me to come in and teach it for a group of people, I can do that, I do mm-hmm. private stuff. Uh, I've got the Matt Marnie Fitness Show, which is Ooh. a weekly podcast, Wicked. and if any of your regular listeners are thinking, I'd like to know a bit more about Omar al Duri, <laughs> he was actually my first guest, it's episode four, I believe, the title of the podcast is Reset, if you want to know a little bit more about Omar, got a bit emotional, didn't we, in that podcast? We did. So there, it's a we weekly did. health and fitness podcast, and if you like the Reset book, then you're going to love the podcast. Podcast is just a, an opportunity for me to sit with bright people and talk about all things health. Mm. Yeah. You did a wicked job as well, by the way. It was my first podcast, and we celebrated at the end. We did. We did a high five. <laughs> so there's a Matt Marnie Fitness Show. There is a uh, Wellness Education Dubai, which is my new company that I'm starting in January. I go in and offer this stuff, meditation, mm. um, ergonomic stuff, back pain stuff, movement stuff in the corporate setting because it's mm-hmm. a bit of an issue. There's a need for it. So I quickly realized doing the teacher training stuff is great because yeah. you can empower a personal trainer to go out and inspire groups. But I just found it's been, I did some in lockdown uh, online and some Zoom stuff, really powerful. So I come into your company and I'll take care of the wellbeing stuff. Mm. So we know it's movement. Some of your staff are going to be struggling with attention. Yeah, yeah. You can't focus. We'll give them some concentration-based practice. Others are too interoceptive we give them mm. mindfulness mm. Uh, we offer the four week courses um, some people are just out of shape and that, that will improve performance so yeah. we get them moving yeah. so I do educational workshops in corporate so Matt Marnie Fitness Show Instagram Matt Marnie Fitness yes you're going to put all that stuff on your Instagram what's the Instagram account it is Matt Marnie Fitness fantastic there you go and there you have it and that is full time on the halftime show thank you so much for tuning in Matt you were again fantastic man we've got to do the hat trick in 2022 thank you sir that was, uh, that was brilliant and if you do like the show guys please do uh, check out our Pulse 95 radio YouTube channel you can see Matt on there thanks to Sama and Super Mario who put all the videos up there all the podcasts Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud and that is a wrap for today remember you catch me every Monday Wednesday and Saturday same time same place on the only place to be at 3 the halftime show on Pulse 95 This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm.